Hey there, this is Larry, and I'm here with Armin. You're about to listen to a great episode. But before you do, we want to let you know that we're now podcasting over at the Bold Idea Podcast. That's right, and we're not adding any new episodes to Reinventure Me, but we think you're really going to like what we're doing on the Bold Idea Podcast. We're interviewing some great guests and packing ideas and inspiration to help you put your faith to work to bring your idea to life. So when you're done with this episode, go check it out at boldideapodcast.com. Episode number 12 of the Reinventure Me Toolbox. This is the Reinventure Me Toolbox. Quick tips and tools to help you excel in life and in your life ventures. Here's your host, Larry Gates. Hi, and welcome to this 12th edition of the Reinventure Me Toolbox. This is the uh, shorter version where we just talk about something that might be of help to you in your venture. Uh, you'll find the episode notes for this particular show at reinventure.me slash rmt12. That's rmt12. We're going to talk about distraction today. Uh, are you prone to distraction? Uh, I sure know I am. Uh, it's easy for me to uh, get sideways and uh, distracted by all kinds of things. Uh, oh, look, there's a squirrel. <laughs> and it's just one of those things where I find that I've had to deal with quite a bit. And I know I work with a lot of knowledge workers, and I know that that's a recurring problem for a lot of people. And I think in large ways, it's because we're, we live in such an interrupt-driven culture. We've got all the social media stuff coming at us. We've got videos. We've got all kinds of things on the internet. Everything is hyperlinked, allowing us to get anywhere. And before you know it, all of our time can get just chewed up doing things that we never intended to do. But I want to reframe the, the point about distraction, because it's easy for us to beat ourselves up that we're just so distractible we can't get anything done. So let's talk about that for a moment because you're likely distracted, first of all, because you have a creative and active mind. Uh, you're inquisitive, you're curious, you might uh, think about something, your mind might be like popcorn and it just starts going off and you got all kinds of things that you remember you need to do or all kinds of things that you want to look at and maybe something else comes up and there's all kinds of things that are driving, which means your mind is just in hyperdrive. And I want to suggest to you that that's not a problem. You've got this, uh, this beast of a machine inside of you in your brain. And when it's controlled, it's going to be an amazing asset. So the question is, how can we control it? You know, we all have gifts. And the greater the gift we have, the longer the shadow it might cast. And that is maybe what you're seeing if you find yourself to be highly distracted. The flip side of that is that you're highly gifted with a very active mind. And now the question is, how do we calm that beast and actually deploy it and focus it around the very thing that you want to do? And so that will then deploy that greater part of you, which is the gifting that you've been given. So see it as an opportunity here. All that distraction you have is a way of muscling that intention forward in a focused way. And you can retrain your brain to become more engaged and less distracted. I'm going to suggest that there are three steps to do this. Now, I am no cognitive psychologist here, but I found from my own experiences that these three steps, they're very simple to implement, but they uh, have proven for me to be a way to really cut down on distraction and actually see improvements. And you'll start to enjoy the way in which you can get stuff done. In fact, much faster than you might've even imagined. Now, step number one is measure it. Now that may seem a little bit uh, strange and a little bit funny step to start, but I'll tell you what, as soon as you put a measure to something, you increase your awareness of it and the ability to choose otherwise. Researchers have shown that the most effective way, in fact, to 
reduce your weight, if you want to lose weight, the most effective way to do that is in fact to weigh yourself every day and to write it down because it increases your awareness of where you're at. And when you do that, you start to make choices that will limit your intake of food or increase your exercise and therefore lower your weight. You start to see that feedback loop. So what we need to do is create a feedback loop for your distractions so that you can see where it's at and you can decide, oh, I'm going to start making that better. So how do we do this? How do we measure it? Well, very simply put, each time you encounter a distracting event, I call that a PAI, a push away impulse. Anytime you want to push away from what it is that you're working on, that's what you need to measure. And I've done this uh, over the last several years. I've actually made little tick marks every time I have a push away impulse. Anytime I'm focused on trying to do something and I want to get it done and I have a timetable and I've set out the time, this is what I'm designated to getting it done. And then I notice that, oh, I maybe want to go to the bathroom when I don't really need to, or I want to go get a drink of water when I don't need to, or I want to go check my emails or go uh, look at something on the internet or maybe take care of something that I had forgotten I had done. Any of those things that are not on point, that are not focused, those are things that are your push away impulse. Write them down. In other words, just make a note every time you do that because it brings awareness then and you will choose to not do it as often in the future. Second thing, So first of all is measure. Second thing is to commit to a single task. And that is you have to develop your resolve. You have to say, I am going to do this thing. Samuel Johnson famously said, when a man knows he's about to be hanged in a fortnight, it concentrates his mind wonderfully. So when you put yourself under a deadline, when you know I'm going to get this done by this period of time, it really increases your concentration. So set yourself up to win. And the way you do that is you create, first of all, a resolve to do something by a specific time. And you close your door, you clean your desk. At one point in time when I had done this, my desk was so muddled that I thought I'll spend more time cleaning my desk. Instead, what I did was I got a big box. I took everything off my desk that I didn't need and I stuck it in the box because I had to drill down so quickly to get this task done that I didn't want anything standing there or sitting there, as the case may be, uh, with a potential for it to distract me from my higher purpose. Put on your headphones. That helps me to put on some instrumental, upbeat music that keeps me going and keeps me engaged. That's helpful. Uh, Frankly, myself, I find that lyrics are distracting to me, so I just use instrumental music. And get rid of any other distractions. So close your email program unless you absolutely have to have it there for some reason. Uh, Turn off your ability to collect email if you need to be working on something you're sending out or better yet, draft it in another tool that isn't prone to interruption. Quit your internet browsers, put your phone in silent mode. You know, all those things. Now really think about this. When was the last time you had an interruption either by email or phone that was more important than the work that you were undertaking at the time? And that's the key question to keep in mind. None of that stuff is a bigger yes than what you're about to give yourself to. So focus on that by committing to a single task. And what I like to do is I like to work in focus blocks and freedom blocks of time. And I set up for myself 20 minutes. I use a timer on my watch that goes off in 20 minutes, and I set my focus time to do that. Now, a freedom block is a 20 minutes where I can do the emails. I can return the phone calls. I can do that. But again, I bound that in time, but a freedom block is do whatever comes to mind. You know, if you want to just putz around, do that for 20 minutes, but then back to a focus block period of time for 20 minutes. Now, researchers have shown that you can focus really well if you concentrate 
for up to 90 minutes and then you need a break. For me, I find that it works better for me if I do the 20-minute sprint and just keep those going and then take a bigger break after uh, several of those have done. But now that brings us to the third point, and that is guard your recovery time. You need to take breaks. And the problem that I often have is that I start to get going and I get so much adrenaline that when that 20-minute timer goes off, I'm just in the groove. I don't want to take a break from it. Now, I might go on a little bit longer, but I've learned that it's better for me if I intentionally take a break and give myself some time to recover. Now, just as when you physically exercise, you work the muscles, you stress the muscles, it needs time to repair and to rebuild. So too, when we work hard and concentrate on something, we're going to release these endorphins. It's going to cause us to feel really good about it. And if we're not careful, we're not going to take the break that we need. We'll just keep going and then we'll tire out and we'll not be as able to complete the task that we might want to. So better to work in sprints than a marathon here. So the key is to refresh yourself. Leave that environment that you've been working in. Go for a short walk if you need to. Replenish yourself with water. Sit back. Take that bathroom break that you need. If you're in a longer period of work time, for instance, you're going for that full 90 minutes or you've combined a number of focus blocks and some freedom blocks together, then take a nap. 15 to 20 minutes at the most because after that, you start to go into another sleep phase and it's harder to recover. If you're easily distracted, try these three steps and let me know how it goes. And if you've had some success yourself in overcoming your own style of distraction, leave a tip on our show notes at RMT12. Till next time, this is Larry Gates. Go get them. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Reinventure Me Toolbox. To get the show notes for future episodes sent to your inbox, subscribe on our website, at reinventure.me.